Hi everyone, it's your girl Dr. Tomi, better known as Ama Aba. So welcome to the Wellness and Wahala podcast. And I'm doing a series honoring the heroes and the faces on the front line of the COVID-19 pandemic Wahala. And today I have a very special guest. She's a nurse that has worked many decades and she's also um, one of the founding members of the Nigerian Illinois Nurses Association and also a board member of the National Association of Nigerian Nurses in North America, Nina. She is Mrs. Titi Torton. So I call her the Honorable T, Auntie T. So she's one of my other godmothers um, I grew up with in Chicago. So I'm very honored to have the Honorable Nurse, Auntie T on our show today so thank you so much for being on our show auntie me um thank you so much for having me thank you thank you for all the hard work and you know you lay your life every day to serve and to be a nurse on the front line so i just wanted to ask you like what are some of the challenges that you guys are facing on the front line a lot of the things that we're hearing in the news shortage of equipment and supplies ventilators like what are you seeing and you know, and and what do you recommend how we can overcome some of these challenges? Well, thank you for asking the question. We know everybody is um, being um, a lot of uh, PPE shortage in the in the whole world. I will not just say in Chicago or in on in US alone. Yes. But due to the fact that uh, we are not prepared. Mm-hmm. For the surge of this kind of uh, the magnitude of this uh, COVID nineteen issue, it has been a big burner for the healthcare field. Yes. And uh, with this um, shortage, I think the management they've done some things in order for us to be able to have a little, like people that used to have a uh, isolation for massage. Yes. Um, infection or infection that we used to isolate, they try to discontinue that. Okay. So that we can have enough supply, but it's still not enough. Okay. And uh, with, uh, with the rate that is going, hopefully, uh, we pray to God that we will not allow this epidemic is not slowing down. So you're seeing more cases is increasing. So I'm happy because you're one of the nurse managers and, and, and CM, you're part of the senior management team. So you're, you know, you're using resilient strategies and, and, you know, you're adjusting to do what you need to do to try to cover some of these gaps. But that's just in the short term. If this goes on for a long time, um, I think, you know, it'll be detrimental, not just to the patients, but a lot of you frontline workers. So what can we do in, in the future, Ma, in regards to these type of public health pandemics? Because this is not the first. We've had MERS, we had H1N1, the most recent, most deadly one that many people remember is the Ebola one. Um, so, you know, things like this happens all the time. How can we better prepare um, in the future, especially as senior management officials, as our leaders and, and congressmen, what can we do, you know, to, to prepare in the future so we can mitigate a lot of these, um, the damages that we're experiencing now? Thank you. In order for us to be prepared in the future, we need to listen to the child. 
Yes. Because because it's happening in China does not mean that it's not going to happen anywhere else. If people have paid a close attention to China issue, I think most of these things will have been nipped before it gets to this level. Yes. But because everybody just thinks it's China issue, let it stay in China, it's not going to come here. We didn't give us uh, much time to prepare. And by the time it dropped at our doorstep, it's very, it's too late. Yes. I believe in the future what we need to do, like I said, is be well surrounded with what is going on around us so that we will not just live in our own world. Mm-hmm. Also, I think this will teach us a lesson in the management way that we need to cope our request for PPE. Yes. Whether it's um pandemic or in the near future for any other diseases, we need to up on our power level of our order so that we can have enough. Yes. And also, we need to continue to use the Safe Practice Act and washing and washing and washing. Yes. We cannot spend that enough on the advertising. Yes. Those that are some of this infection. Those are yeah. wash with your wash under one. Mm-hmm. I think maybe twice. And um, make sure your surroundings is clean. And also clean everywhere we need to touch. Whether not to transmit to other people. Yes. So those are excellent tips for one, you know, that we're all global citizens, even though something is starting to explode as an epidemic in one country, you know, we're all global citizens with aviation and how people travel, you know, it can easily spread, you know, to another nation. So we should prepare in advance because preparation is key to any pandemic or just any disease that, you know, it, it can buy us a lot of time and it can save lives. So if the data is showing that there's an outbreak somewhere else, we need to prepare. And just like you said, increase the logistics supplies of the personal protective equipment. You know, we can never have enough. And even if, for example, we procure too much, we can donate to other states or other nations, you know, during that time that are in need. So, you know, you know, because some people might say, oh, well, you know, how about if we order too many supplies? It can never be too much. <laughs> We're over 7 billion people in this world. So, you know, it is important to to have foresight. And if we have a budget, you know, if the senior management team has a fiscal year budget and they see, you know, the the evidence of this pandemic and not preparing now has caused us trillion of dollars. Now they have to put in so much relief and assistance and support. So you're actually going to be spending more, you know, the the saying that um, they'll say, you know, penny wise, pound foolish. You know, if you don't prepare ahead of time, you're, you're, you're going to pay <laughs> in the future. So it's better to procure those things um, in advance. So thank you so much, Ma, for those wonderful tips. And I want to leave everybody with the African proverb of the week. It says, however tall a tree may be, it can never prevent the sun from shining. That's an African proverb from Nigeria. And I'm wishing everybody no Wahala this week. Thank you, Ma, for joining the Wellness and Wahala podcast. Thank you so much. Everybody be safe. And God be us too. Amen. 
we Amen. pray and we hope for the best. <laughs> Thank you, Ma. You're welcome.